Hello, my name is Raul Sanabria. I'm the president of Baroyeka Gold and Silver. Uh, we're a company listed in the Toronto Stock Exchange, and we are exploring actively the most uh, prominent silver and gold belts in Colombia. Good to have you here. Welcome to London, first of all. And we've not met or spoken as well, so I'm kind of uh, intrigued by the story. Relatively new, what are you, about a year old in your public guys, but you've been going a little bit longer than that. What's the, what's the history of the company? Yeah, the company is a public company. It was um, as a shell with previous projects that was like cleaned up, rolled back, and we put uh, the ex-Colombian assets that were privately uh, built over the past 10 years. By who? Uh, yeah. It was a company named Condor Precious Metals, right. was private. Okay. Um, we got a big investment of Toronto, Ned Goodman, and we consolidated the Santa Ana high-grade silver, primary silver district. Okay. And then in the past five years with another group out of Vancouver, some partners with Ford Malabar Gold Corp, Mm -hmm. And we started developing Santa Barbara, building a pilot processing plant and preparing the, the project for when the market was uh, after the downturn, getting right. ready to ride the wave when the gold recovered. Right. Okay. So relative new stories, there's a few things that people want to understand a little bit more. Firstly, jurisdiction, Colombia. What's going on there at the moment? Because there's a lot of chat in the, in the background about what's going on down in Chile, down in Mexico. We've, we've got problems in Peru, Ecuador. Colombia, to do business there is... Easy. Well, in Colombia, I've been I've been there for over ten years, personally in and out, and working uh, private companies and evaluating projects for third parties. I've been VP exploration of some public companies. I've seen changes in government, mm. and I know there's uh, presidential elections coming right now, and mm. people is a little bit scared of what is going to happen. It's going to be a swift, but uh, I don't think that will affect tremendously to the mining industry. It's very hard to change the rules overnight. Mm. We have seen what happened in Peru and Chile, but you know, there's a likely scenario in Colombia. Everything is on the table, but I personally think that. Uh, not much is going to affect our, our projects or our way of operating. Okay, so in, in mining us in terms of importance to GDP or any other metric for um, the Colombian government, I mean, it, it, there's a history there, but can you do what you want to do effectively? Does it take a little bit longer? Is it a little bit more expensive? No, not really. I've seen in the in the past 10 years, I've seen, I've seen like great improvements in the country. Like okay. starting from the airport. I think it was uh, sketchy to get into Colombia. Now you get El Dorado, all the new infrastructure. Uh, Colombia has been investing a lot in tourism, in security. And uh, it has the, okay. if, if you go there, you see like a modern country. So it's mm -hmm. uh, it has rules. And if you follow the rules, you are, you're going to be operating easily or more or less easily mm -hmm. with all the flaws and difficulties you can find in any other jurisdiction, including Canada. Right. So Colombia is not as hard or as different than any other place in the world. Okay, so that, that's, that's regular. What about mining law? Is that, again, well established? Yeah, mining has been changed also over the past 10 years. We went from Ingeominas, which was uh, uh, and part, uh, and it all converted into a digital era. Now all the files are digital okay. before paper, and they imported the Canadian mining cadaster, the online cadaster okay. in a grid. So they're getting more and more efficient. They want to fast track applications and uh, mining concessions and the processing times are actually, we have seen experience like a shortening in time. In fact, we got the title, the Atocha title transferred to our name in less than a year. Right. So um, so that's, that's way more transparent. And obviously, I think we've spoken with the Mexican government trying to do the same thing, haven't got there yet, in the hope that it would... Um, it, it would it would stop any kind of funny business. There would be it, it, because it's open and transparent. So that's that's working in Colombia now. Brilliant. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Now everything is online, is on real time. So fantastic. Okay. Cool. Um, let's. Uh, so, about you? What's your background? What have you done? Uh, I'm a geologist by training. I've yeah. been in the mining industry for the past 20 years. I've lived in Vancouver for past 16. Right. I've been VP exploration, president, CEO of a number of junior companies. But doing what? 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 what you're now CEO, right? Is this the first time you're CEO? 
No, I've been CEO of private company, right? But president of public company, VP exploration director of several public companies. Okay, so you understand the process. There's not you're not learning on the job here. No, no. Right. Okay. Who's supporting you? Who's, who else do we need to know? Well, we have a um, special advisor, John Robbins, from oh, the yeah, Discovery, Discovery Group of Numbers. Yeah, he he was Get with through. us from the beginning. Mm-hmm. We got Highwood. We got uh, uh, several high net worth individuals. Part of the group are their clan. Uh, supporting okay. this company and then in the past year we raised in excess of seven million dollars just with word of mouth because we really we haven't promoted the company until now and money from where like canada canada okay fine and um, so i mentioned discovery group because um John Robert, he, you know he's his reputation precedes him and we've had lots of their companies on here so what precisely is he going to be doing for you or has he been doing for you Right, he has been very active as an advisor to the board. He is not a director yet because he's overboarded with other companies. Was uh, as everybody knows with the with the sale of the uh, Great Bay Resources, which is the yeah. end of the century of his lifetime. But he's very active. He has been to Colombia twice. He was in November and in January, both during the process of the sale of the of the project. So he's very very okay. interested in in this company. Very active. And the whole goal will be to develop a long-term plan for uh, for an exploration or mid-tier producer in the country. That's that's on the table as well. Okay, and um, tell me about the the corporate structure because it's still it's a small company, right? Early days, small company. What's the kind of share register look like? In, in you know, if there are any sort of larger players, who are they? The the structure is still is very tight. We got fifty two million shares out. Yeah. Only that. And um, two weeks ago, because we know the market is collapsing. As we speak, but two weeks ago we were trading at fifty cents. We got a market cap of twenty-seven million dollars. Now we're around nineteen. Mm. Uh, more than fifty percent of the of the shares are in, in in good hands. Management owns more than twenty percent. Okay. And uh, vendors, which part of them is management, and is uh, is about thirty percent of the of the current float. So it's all it's all very tightly held. Okay. Okay. Yes. Not not bad at all. Actually, um, we better talk about Atocha. That's the that's the that's kind of flash that we got. You got two, two projects in the portfolio, but that that's the one that everyone's well. You want everyone to focus on. So tell us a little bit about you know what you're trying to do there because there's a slight outlier in the sense you've kind of got this kind of lab or pilot plant or whatever you want to call it. So <laughs> sitting on the side here again for a company of your side, that's he's kind of unusual. So I'm intrigued by that. But tell us about the project. Proper first. Yeah, Atocha is our flagship property. Actually, uh, Colombia is very well known for gold production, mm. uh, high grade copper, coal, mm. oil and gas, but never in silver. Silver has been always Mexico, Peru, mm. Bolivia, even Argentina, yeah. but never Colombia. But Colombia has a dormant district with very rich colonial history from the Spaniards and the and the British in the 1500s, 1600s, mm. up to last mine closed in 1902. Okay. Records, colonial re- records from from the Spaniards, so you can check. They were producing concentrates up to 17 kilos per ton silver. Kilos, not grams. And uh, and there's a very good record of the Frias mine from uh, 1890 to 1902, and they were producing about 10 kilos per ton silver concentrates, mm-hmm. hand sorting the ore. So that has been proven with drill core. There's some neighboring companies doing some some drilling. I did some drilling on the colonial mines back in 2012, and we got into six, a million and a half to three meter width, vein widths, real thickness, right. over a kilo per ton silver. So um, <clears throat> the Atocha in, in our area, which is a district scale property, is, is big enough. It's 2,600 hectares, it's about six by five kilometer, almost a square block, and has a structural corridor that runs right through it. 
It's very well constrained the structure within the property. Mm -hmm. And we got a, a serious number of veins. So we got like three corridors with multi veins each. And in the 30, 40% of the property we have explored, we have uh, connecting the dots, we got in excess of 30 kilometers of vein strike length already defined. Right, but they, they, these are super high grade, but very narrow, right? No, the not really. They can they can blow up to six to nine meters. Right. I've seen them in the Porvenir in the south. Right. And actually our whole- that you've drilled. In our property, I think it was our whole 10 or 11, we hit where the vein was bigger and we got up to six meters wide. Okay. So the veins go from less than half a meter, obviously, to, but we can say that average like one meter. Right. But with those grades, uh, they are perfectly mineable, the structures. Okay, in terms of dilation, you're not, not concerned about. No, when you get like several parallel ones in short distance, then you're not like targeting one, you're targeting a system. Multiple and so layers. Oh, uh, it's, it's a shear zone. It's a shear zone. Okay, fine. So reactivated. Okay, so a few things you said there. Where, when, I, when I'm talking to small companies, I always go, right, okay, how, how are they going to come out of this? Okay, you talk about district-wide potential. District-wide potential requires capital. So you've got to systematically, you know, well, you've got to have a process and a plan. So it's, here's how we're going to systematically work our way through that and obviously increasing the, the difficult in the current markets for everyone. Mm -hmm. But you've got to show you've got a route to be able to you know monetize that district-wide capability right mm -hmm. so what's your plan where's the money come from oh we finished uh, we completed the financing about two months ago uh we announced for three million we oversubscribed yeah. to 3.2 sure. so we have about two million in the deal we just signed up for a 5,000 meter drill contract right that we are drilling at hocha again drill right. is moving as we speak okay but okay it's two million it's five thousand meters District requires a lot more than that. So tell, tell me through the systematic process you need to do because lots of companies find themselves in this position, and it's a question of you know they're going to spend money smartly, do things efficiently, um, and be able to tell stories to the market. Do you know what I mean? So it's, no, it's a balancing it, 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 act. Exactly. So when we drill like our first target, we're doing really shallow drilling. Right. Our first thirteen holes were only fifteen hundred meters. So we're an average of 100 meter holes, and then we want right. like several intersects in every hole, which is what we accomplished. Where we are now, we want to do the same thing. We want to target the shallow part of the veins, cover the long strike uh, a large distance, so we know the system, how many veins, for how long, and mm. then on phases three and four, we can go down deep. But the property is so big, we have so many targets, we don't even know which ones are the best. So the ones are like, like that's better fun. looking at surface, they might not be the best ones at depth and vice versa. Right, but that's the difficulty, isn't it? It's like right now, at this stage, this phase of your growth, the company's growth, you've got to get the best possible results. You've got to maximize the chance of putting out the right kind of headlines for a predominantly you know, re retail audience who get excited about that stuff, right? Oh, correct. Or you try and do things properly geologically, which you know, maybe is, is a better way to do it. So it, it, it's, a, it's a tough, as I was saying, this dance that you have to do. It's, it's a combination. What we are not doing is prospecting with a rig. Okay, That's cool. what we are not doing. We're doing okay. like a lot of Mapping, prospecting. Right. Uh, we we put a press release last week with a soil survey, and we got an anomaly 200 by 100 meters of three grams per ton at surface in soils. Right. On the overprint of the gold system, right. and then by expanding the soil survey, we find another vein. So we got like four parallel veins where we're actually drilling now. Okay. So um, so we have a plan. We know the structures. We know we're hitting. We're not going to miss in any of these holes, and then we will keep expanding. Now. Um, our approach in exploration also we have um, in Santa Barbara and the other gold project, mm. uh, there's a different approach. We're not doing drilling, we've been drifting, and then yeah. that property can generate cash flow by bulk sampling. So, okay. So that's, that's talk, a different talk, talk to me, because that, then that's non-dilatory activity. That's that, good. That's different. Uh, I know other companies that what they're doing is they're refurbishing an old mill yeah. or reprocessing tailings from a previous operation. 
right. that might or might not work and they will solve. And what we have is a custom built pilot processing plant. We have you built it, or someone's built this thing for you, and you spent how much money on it? Uh, that was the private side of the of the company before taken over by Baroyeka, and I was part of that company. I was the president right. of the private company doing that. We started so, that process so, five years ago with that vision. So who owns it? Now it's Baroyeka's. Right. Did, right. Okay. So it's, it's been rolled in. It's rolled into Baroyeka. So the Santa Barbara project has high-grade veins. They all average about an ounce per ton gold systematically, okay. consistently. We were starting with a 150-meter tunnel that we drifted. And then we were collecting samples 10 tons at a time. So like a giant drill hole. Right. So we were advancing. When we get like a nominal 10 tons, we threw yeah. it in the plant. Got it. It was like a giant lab. We were crushing, milling, homogenizing. We got a head grade. And all of that for 500 ton. We did a 500 ton bulk sample. It's not a one or two that we sent for metallurgical mm -hmm. testing. We, mm -hmm. we did the extra mile. We were thinking big. Average 24 grams per ton. That includes some dilution of the world rock. But when we channel sample the veins, it's one ounce per ton. Okay. So the tunnel, we did a cross cut and yeah. 25 meters parallel to that. We found, well, we knew there was another one. We hear that. We yeah. drifted 10 meters in each direction, channel samples every meter, average one ounce per ton. Right. And that material uh, can be processed at the pilot processing plant. So when we do um, the, uh, you, you did your math, 500 tons yeah, at 20 grams per ton average, yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's 10 kilos of gold. Yeah. So, so that, that gives you a million dollars US that you can deploy in exploration. So we can keep doing that. And can that, you? Can you? Does this thing? Does this thing? Because you've got to explain to people why employ that route. Does it just wipe its nose, but it gives you some data? Does it wipe its nose, and you can deploy exploration capital elsewhere? I mean. How beneficial is it to? Because it's not a business in itself, is it? Defraise all the operation costs. Defraise right. because our operations are in Colombia. Our talent yeah. is one hundred percent Colombian. We invest in Colombian people. We don't right. have an office in Vancouver. We don't have a team in Vancouver. Okay, everybody's in Colombia. Then the cost is is lower. Production will cover all the overhead of the company down there, and the exploration on Santa Barbara will be for free. And, okay. actually, and actually, that exploration, the tunnel gives more information than drilling. Imagine the cost of a 200-meter hole to hit a 30-centimeter vein. Right. When you're drifting through the vein, you can channel sample every meter. And then you collect a sample between a drill hole and a drill hole is geostatistics. Right. And then if you hit the quartz part of the vein, not the rich part of the vein, you get negative effect. But in this case, the best sample is the entire sample. And we are collecting the entire sample. That's what I meant about the data. So that, that if, if you're building a data set, which then leads on to a bigger plan. Because I say running that model in itself isn't a, isn't a business model. It's 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 small bit, right? But the data it gives you allows you to plan for a a, a, a well, hopefully something like a resource, a estimate, Absolutely, the distribution right? of the grids within the shoot, etc. So it's, it's genuinely for free. When you say it, we're doing that for free, there that that stands at own two The exploration on Santa Barbara on those five hundred ton bulk sample cost of the company zero. Cool. So that's that's the balance sheet exploration for free. If okay. we ramp it up, then yeah. we can cover exploration like diamond drilling or right. even exploration on that. Really. So it, let's let's take this. Let's focus on that for a bit, and then we'll bounce back to silver in a second. So the next twelve months for that part of the operation, that part of the business, looks like what to you? I mean, what, what are you sitting with at the end of this? You're, you've you've got a, a, a massive drill program which you might have been able to to fund, but are we anywhere near some kind of study? We are now looking at mergers and acquisitions. Okay. We are evaluating an opportunity in which is a third project we might incorporate in the, in the in company Columbia. in Colombia as well. Okay. That one comes with the team in place. And um, so that's, uh, that's, uh, we'll come with some funding if we do that, because it will be interesting in other groups to participate into this opportunity. We can consolidate okay. that. 
So it's, it's a different. Is it a public company at the moment? Or it's a it private company that has company? that has a that has an asset, uh, but we're evaluated. So there's nothing on the table. There's nothing firm yet. Right. But but uh, there's a likely possibility we're looking at that at that opportunity. So as that, well. com that comes with money because there's, that money's sitting within a private entity. Or yes. if yes. you roll yeah. it into your asset, some will fund you. It is a, is a private company that has some cash and has the asset. So okay. we're looking at a possible merger, and, and we have to evaluate evaluate that. But so, um, okay. so that's that's a possibility we're looking at. Okay. We're looking at staking more ground because we want to be also project generators. We want to be also uh, expanding our footprint in the country. We are also looking at maybe raising more funds in the future, but so far we don't need. What we want to get is Santa Barbara to produce as a small as a small operation mm. while we conduct exploration. Not just a cash cow, but it could be a cash cow opportunity at the same time that we're increasing the size and the number of bulk samples to be run simultaneously. Okay. Interesting. So that will create 10 million bucks, 500 bucks. When you're ready. Yes. This this side of Christmas, you think, maybe? Uh, we're working on the permitting to upgrade the, um, the capacity of the plant. Okay. It's actually been happening. Yeah. So if we have it by July or August, well, we'll have to turn the key cool. again. So the, the plant is operational. Interesting. Very interesting. I like that. Ambitious. Different. And different. <laughs> yeah. Let's go back to silver. Okay. So silver, obviously, markets. Well, what, 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 how would you describe the silver market at the moment? I always like silver more than gold. So right. that's something that I've been doing for the past 10 but years. But gold price is quite nice. So, um, you know, most people are kind of have where gold is. I know they want up to 2,000, 3,000, whatever. It's, but if you're a producer of gold, it's a great price. But so, silver, what's, what's happening? Silver, silver has the industrial mineral sure. component sure. part of the monetary component. So when gold performs, silver outperforms. And vice versa. Right. So in a bullish gold market, silver will outperform. But now with all the EVs, all our panels, um, I've been listening to presentations here at the, at the conference, and yeah. there will be like a 200 million ounce shortage in the short time. So someone has to find those. Yeah. So we need primary silver projects because silver has been byproduct of other, of other yeah, mines. Well, but we're in a shortage of physical silver because it's full of gold. You want to buy gold, there's gold everywhere. But there's no physical silver because of that industrial mineral application. Right. So we need to find 200 million ounces between all the juniors, all the companies that are around. Yeah. I want to be one of those. <laughs> sure. Um, so if I if I look at uh, money situation, I know you just raised some money, right? You've, you've obviously raised enough to do what you feel you need to do. If you're looking at M&A and that sort of thing as well, I guess you're going to have to make give us a clue as to the sort of deal you're looking to strike. I well. Lots of companies come and say they're taking M and A. So, if, if if you are, does that kind of help us inform the type of business that you want to be? It's Columbia focused. Get it? Gold, silver. Are we sticking with precious metals? Uh, precious base metals, but mainly precious metals. So okay. there's opportunities for copper. We know where there's some copper in in Colombia as well. Colombia is being hot. There's other companies that's putting also massive copper silver deposits in the in right. the map. So Colombia. It offers that opportunity, and what I like from Colombia is only five percent of the of the territory is covered by mining concessions, not mining applications that will make okay. for 15, 20 percent of the country. But it's only five percent of the country, and in that five percent has been world class discoveries in the past ten years, more than fifty million ounces of gold. Imagine what it's in the rest. Yeah, so it's underexplored. So the way the mining the mining cadaster is evolving, the mining agency is improving and getting more digital and efficient. Mm. You know, in, in in a short period of time, we hope we believe that we might be in an advantageous position because we know the country, we know the geology, we got the in country experience, mm. we know the projects, we know what to look for. And uh, the know how is is important. The know how. So we're open to to everything via. Barroyeca, or we can find other deposits and spin them out. 
what prevents us to doing that. And being a project generator, we can JV projects out. So this, everything is on the table right now. We're building this company from small steps at a time.